Hello friends, how's it going? Today we're going to talk about how much my VS Code course made after one year. Uh, point blank, yeah, let's do it. So I'm going to lead with that number, um, $107,546. So I went on Gumroad and just looked at all-time sales and that's the number that it shows. Um, $7,000 over 100000 which is uh, pretty freaking cool. Um, and I'm pretty happy with that, you know? There, and let, yeah, so I figured I, I'd take the opportunity to like, I have a year's worth of data, let me tell you the numbers and then analyze them a bit and talk through some of the like numbers-based lessons that I learned, not so much the soft lessons, but here's, and maybe we'll lump in the soft lessons. So this might just be our, like what Caleb learned doing the VS Code course lessons. Um, so the first thing to observe is the long tail of sales. So the first week of the VS Code course did half of these sales. So the first week, the first seven days uh, or eight days, I guess. Yeah. According to this chart, the first eight days made 52 grand, um, which is interesting because uh, the first day of sales was 23K. And I, I literally, the first few minutes of sales was like $1,000 or something. And you'd think that I in those moments thought I'm going to be rich, but I didn't actually. In those moments I thought I expected this to make more, honestly, which is, sounds like really ungrateful or whatever, but Adam Wathen is always kind of my yardstick. I, I, I follow whatever. Um, I feel like I'm following in his footsteps in a lot of ways, just like a handful of years behind. And so for this one, I was comparing it to his first course. And I think he did, I don't know, like 60,000 in a day or two or something, or I don't remember something like that. And I, I clearly wasn't reaching that. So I was like, Oh, you know, I had this, this mood of like failure, which is so silly. I was also massively sleep deprived and was like, felt so sick just cause I haven't hadn't slept in a long time because I was working on the course, but whatever enough, uh, indulgent stories. So yeah, that's how I felt at the time. Looking back, that is not the way I feel. I'm totally happy with the work I put in and the money I got out, put a lot of work in, got a lot of money out. Um, but the thing is interesting that the first week was half the sales. 52 grand was the first week. And so I, in my mind, I kind of felt like this course made 52 grand because that's the big bulk of it. Then from then on out, there's just this really long tail. So let's see if I, well, we already know how much, um, but yeah, if I, you can't see the visuals here, but if I change the little analytics thing to all time, yeah, the beginning is this huge, 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 huge spike. And then the rest is just a, a small little line, like basically along the bottom. If you saw this graph for any other reason, for anything else, like traffic on a website or something, you'd be like, oh, this thing gets no traffic. But then, but at the beginning, it got a ton of traffic, except for there is one blip around November when I did a, um, like a Black Friday sale and that made a, a good chunk, like 20 grand or something for just that Black Friday sale. But anyway. So yeah, the long tail, it looks like nothing. The point here is that it looks like it's just this rock bottom. It looks like a, a little line just bouncing off the bottom. And there's a lot of days with $0 in sales, but there's also a lot of days with like $300, $400, $200. And that long tail accounts for basically half of the revenue, which is just pretty fascinating to me that, you know, uh, sort of my mentality was, oh, this thing's over, it's time has passed, but it has just stayed at, at the level it's been at um, for a long time. And that actually matters. So if I look at like, 
I'm going to look at the last 30 days of sales. So the last 30 days is $2,800. Now, granted, it is a little, I think that's a little bit of a high month. Like if I do May 1st, I think May was the low month, May 1st to 31st. And then look at it, yeah, $1,700. And I think that's the lowest, maybe the lowest. Um, but yeah, like an extra 1700 It's funny because if I, if I look at it, uh, it all depends on your perspective. If I look at this from the perspective of like something I don't really do any work for, I do look at the support emails a couple times a week. Um, but yeah, like I don't do any work for this thing and it makes, you know, $1,700 in a month. What's $1,700? That's like... That's like three pairs of Sims fishing waders, you know? That's like that's like a bunch of good fly fly gear. Like this is crazy. These are purchases I really stress over, but then I have this, you know, income just like being plopped in my lap, which is pretty cool. So So all in all, highly recommend digital products, you know, a lot of work up front, but the work is done. So that's that's uh so the first kind of reflection is long tail i'm gonna take a sip of tea while you um you know what you should take a sip of tea yeah let's do it okay long tail first thing um yeah what else the other thing love that we talked i talked about this on this show i called it do things that i don't know i forget what i called it do things that can be done or something do things with deadlines and this is something that has that it was a start and stop project which is great because it doesn't like all, you know, all my other projects constantly occupy my brain space because they're these huge, huge undertakings that I just am moving, pushing this like boulder, you know, every day, trying to get it to the top of a hill. Um, but this, this wasn't that. So it was kind of nice to do a project like this. And I'm looking forward to doing more uh, projects like this in the future. And like I'm doing Alpine component patterns, that's going to be similar to this in the sense that it'll be something I create and then launch for one-off sales um i'm pretty sure that's going to be my pricing strategy but it's it's lumped in one there's going to be a bunch of maintenance on it um two i'll be adding things over time and three it's part of an overall project that is alpine that's ongoing so it's part of something bigger it's not this one-off thing like make vs code awesome okay so here's a here's a mistake i made or here's maybe not a mistake sorry am i allowed to sniffle here i got allergies here's a um, misconception I had when I started this thing. So I thought, um, okay, so let's say that I, my audience is primarily Laravel, uh, I would say Laravel developers, um, with Alpine, I I've expanded beyond that. I think I have some other ecosystem people followers and with the GitHub sponsors, you know, bit, um, there's, you know, entrepreneurial types that might follow me, but for the most part, like I built my following on Laravel tips and tricks essentially and tutorials and whatnot so if i had written some laravel course of equal quality i really do believe that the sales would be pretty much the exact same so here's the interesting thing about that that when i did this vs code course my mindset was whoa this is content that can um basically that is uh consumable by any developer like any developer. So I've just taken my narrow slice of the internet or of developers, my audience, and I've blown the scope way out. Like I've way expanded the potential market for this product. This is huge. Uh, well, like I said, I don't think any of that played a role at all. I think everything is, 
is sales from my audience, from my distribution channels, which are initially that email list that people signed up for. And now it's just my audience from Twitter and conference talks and whatever. When people see me coding and ask how I got my editor that way and I point them to this course, that's how I sell this thing. Where in my mind, I thought, oh man, this is going to just take off like wildfire. Like people from all sorts of communities and ecosystems are going to see this hot VS Code course and want to buy it. And that is not the case. Um, so it is a lesson in distribution. Distribution is everything. Let's say that I have a famous friend in the Rails ecosystem and we went in on this project 50-50. I would then have, that would be another distribution channel in that audience. And it's, I guess it just seems very concrete to me now. It's like, you can very, you can predict sales on something. That's the way I feel. You can predict these things um, in a much more realistic way than you think. Uh, your wildest dreams will not come true. At least mine won't. Um, it, things aren't going to run away magically. And it's, it's that if you build it, they will come thing. It is not that. You have to find them and show it to them. And yeah, so distribution channels, everything. I, I actually tried paying for ads. I think I talked about this on the show like a month ago. I signed up for carbon ads. I'm like, this is perfect. Like developers see carbon ads. I'll put make VS Code Awesome in a carbon ad. I spent 250 bucks and I got zero sales. Psh, zero. So I pulled the ad. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So those are some things I've, I learned that. And I actually, Jack Ellis, when I had mentioned that to him, he's like, he's like, good luck, man. But you know, ad, ad spots have never worked for, for us. And I think, you know, you're much better off writing a blog post or something. And I think he's absolutely right. I needed to learn that lesson for myself. And I think I did. Um, yeah. So for the future, it's still a great course. You know, I, people who discover it now have just as much a benefit of the, as they did last time. And my setup hasn't changed even an iota. Um, somebody messaged me the other day and said like, Hey, is your, is your workflow changed since you wrote the course? Cause I think they were looking to buy it or something. And we're just like, Oh, but it's a year old. And I said, actually it hasn't changed a single bit. I don't think I have a single extra GitHub or VS code extension, except for GitHub Copilot. Um, all of my settings are exactly the same and it works perfectly. Uh, so it's, it's evergreen content, at least for now. Um, yeah. So that's that. And there's other things I could do to boost this. And that's something that's nice. I'm probably going over time here. That's something that's nice. It's like, you know, squeezing the lemon, squeeze the lemon crunk, <laughs> but, uh, squeezing the lemon of the sales here. Like the, the initial work's already done. Now I can just sit there and think of creative ways to market it, which I haven't found any yet that really move the needle. But uh, there's probably ways if I put more effort into it. Um, I could write more content. I could restructure the homepage and A-B test different things like having an email, a free chapter email sign up like right at the top instead of just the Make VS Code logo. Like there's a lot of things that are kind of kicking around in the back of my head. But I always have to evaluate where is my time best spent. And right now I really want to stay focused on Alpine component patterns. But whatever. So makevscodeawesome.com if you want to go buy it. Um, but yeah, it's been a, quite a ride and I'm really glad I did it. And I learned a lot and I made a good chunk of money. So there's that. Um, also the thing I had mentioned before, I did go in with uh, my brother-in-law 10%. Anything I make, he makes 10% of. So I didn't actually make the full hundred grand. Um, but, and that was a huge win. Um, you know, he gets to take advantage of the long tail. I mean, the same way I get to take advantage of it. Um, but it was a big help having somebody there to keep me on track, keep me accountable, help out with grunt work, stuff like that. Um, and he's not really like a crazy i mean he is a developer but you know what i mean it's like I, I didn't even i didn't necessarily hire him for his technical ability i hired him more for his just um uh for basically like 25 percent being a warm body um 25 being somebody who uses vs code 25 being somebody who's really smart 
and 25% somebody who uh, I care to be accountable to. So those that combination is totally worth the 10% um, because I'm not sure it would have happened or happened as well as it did without having somebody to you know hold me hold me to things. So that's that one over on this one, but whatever. Um, talk to you later.